Hello, history enthusiasts, entertainment aficionados, and fellow Casa Grande residents. Welcome to Casa Grande Chronicles, the podcast where we delve into the rich tapestry of our beloved city's past, present, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kim McWhorter, and I'm thrilled to be your guide on this journey through the heart and soul of Casa Grande, Arizona. In each episode, we'll unearth the stories that have shaped Casa Grande's history, from its humble beginnings to the community it is today. We'll explore the tales of early settlers, the growth of local businesses, and the events that have left lasting impressions on our city. But that's not all. We'll also keep you in the loop about the latest entertainment options that Cascaran has to offer, from exciting events to the dining spots and entertainment. We've got your inside scoop on how to make the most of your time in our growing city. And let's not forget about the heart of our podcast, the local businesses and organizations that make Casagrande truly unique. We'll shine a spotlight on the individuals, entrepreneurs, and artisans who contribute to our community's economic and cultural landscape, giving you a behind-the-scenes look at their passions and the impact they have. Whether you're a history buff, a seeker of entertainment, a dedicated local, or just someone curious about the wonders of Casa Grande, there's something here for everyone. So join us as we explore the hidden gems, untold stories, and the vibrant spirit that defines our city. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes where we'll journey through time, celebrate local talent, and embrace the spirit of Casa Grande, Arizona. Until then, remember, the past informs the present, and together, we'll create a future worth remembering. This is Casa Grande Chronicles. We have Matt Wallen from Round Trip Bike Shop with us today. Hello. Matt, thank yes. you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about your shop. You know, we've only been here in the community as a bicycle shop since the 70s. So over 50 years now that this has been a bicycle shop in one shape or form um, since uh, as far back as I can trace it is somewhere around the mid 70s. This phone number being associated with a bicycle shop, it's changed names, it's changed owners, it's changed a bit, but it has been a bicycle shop for that long. I knew you had purchased it from a previous owner. I did not know that it's been around and I really don't like the way you that you said almost 50 years when you're referring to the 70s because I know it stings a little bit doesn't it ouch it yes <laughs> yeah. when did you purchase round trip so I bought it in 2008 yeah so it's a little over what 15 years now almost 15 nice. years nice yeah okay you are really involved with the mountain biking group here. Yes. Yeah, so in 2013, there was um, a national organization that was presented at uh, one of the bicycle trade shows. Back then, it was called NICA, National or yeah, National Interscholastic Cycling Association, and they um, were looking for new chapters or new uh, states to to bring NICA to. And it's a youth cycling program, predominantly focusing on mountain biking. And they have, they opened their initial chapter in Arizona in 2013. 
And I thought that was a great thing for Casa Grande. And so I, I teamed up with Phil Mummy and his wife, Debbie Mummy. They were uh, youth pastors and they were already part of coaching kids in BMX and had already done a few different youth programs. And had, so I, I knew that they would really gravitate towards this and they still run the program to this day. They're really the ones that are instrumental. I just got the ball rolling. Without Phil and Debbie, the, the program would not exist. They have, it's now called Youth on Track is what, they, what it has evolved into. It started out as just a local, what they call a composite cycling team to like, and it's still that, it's still the composite make it up of, of high school youth from all over Pinal County, really. And Youth on Track is now this thriving a nonprofit organization that focuses on mountain biking, BMX, and it does some other uh, youth outreach with motocross and some other things. From Youth on Track, that sparked Team Biolabs, which was in conjunction with former a former employee of ours, um, Mark LaPaglia. Him and Jaime Leja, they started Team Bio, or well, Jaime started Team Biolabs where he works, and that's the largest team uh, in Arizona for BMX. Wow. And we were a little piece of that and helped kind of get that ball rolling on that as well. Not that I can take credit for that. That's all Phil and Debbie and, and Jaime and them, but there was our program that seeded that. That's awesome. Um, I strongly believe in community and local businesses are a huge part of the community. I know you're, you know, you're not taking any credit for any of those things, but you being here is really facilitating and, you know, like you said, get, getting the ball rolling. So when somebody comes to visit the shop, what are they going to find? Well, we're a family bicycle shop. We do a little of everything. Obviously we do sales service. As far as categories go, there's no one category that we serve over another. This community as a whole is generally a um, more off-road cycling community or what I call like neighborhood cycling community where people are looking for comfort bikes, cruisers, things just to, you know, go down to the park or just kind of tootle around on. And then on the enthusiast side, we've got a lot of folks that ride mountain bikes, a thing called gravel biking, which is basically a road bike, but made for like the farm roads and dirt paths and, and canal banks that we have here in, in Casa Grande, like all over the place. What about all these cycling paths? Are you a, a good resource when it comes to that? If somebody came in and said, hey, where where should I? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. We, we're here for them to people to get information on where to ride, who to ride with. We host the Pinal County Cycling Community Facebook page. Um, and so in an effort to connect people up. So one of the hardest parts about getting group rides together is trying to find a time that works with everybody's schedule. So we have found that people will join that. They'll post up, hey, I'm looking at riding at such and such a time. Is anybody interested? And then people will respond and they'll connect. So we have several groups actually in town that meet up on a regular basis. They get together and they post on there as well as they have a text thread that they text each other with. And people can always come in and get that information from us. Oh, nice. Okay. Going back to when you purchased the business, was, mm -hmm. did it still have the same name back then? It did. Yep. Yep. Round Trip okay. was a good name. Um, we did a revamp of the logo, made a couple of other subtle changes. Beyond that, it was pretty much uh, all the same. Okay, and you are located on Florence Boulevard. Yep, right smack dab in the middle of it. If you've got to run out to lunch real quick, where's your favorite um, spot to pick up lunch? Man, I'm not going to name a single place, but it's <laughs> probably going to be Mexican. Yes, I was thinking this earlier. We have a lot of Mexican food places and people that move here point that out, I think, more than 
those of us who've been here a while. Sure. And I just have to say, it's it's part of our heritage. You look at some of the restaurants who, that have been around here forever. I think they're doing something right. We have a little bit more diversity than just Mexicans. So I don't want to give the impression that that's all we have. You know, I have my favorite places, my favorite haunts here. So, um, but again, I don't want to call anyone particular out because then the others might nope. get jealous. <laughs> yes. If you have someone visiting, there any must-see, must-go places in the area? I, I think Casa Grande is unique in that we have a lot of opportunities for outdoor adventure and things like that. CG Mountain um, is a resource that I think is relatively untapped. Um, a lot of people, they hike CG Mountain, and a lot of the locals know the mountain and, and hike it on a regular basis. But people that are visiting don't know that, like, it's hard to find something so close to an urban environment that is as untouched as Cascade Mountain is. Cascade Mountain is relatively clean and relatively like intact as far as like single track trails, the opportunity to interact with like local flora and fauna. We just don't see in other urban areas. It, it tends to get, the trails get really, really wide. They get blown out. The wildlife abandons the area completely because there's just so many people. And for whatever the reason, Cascade Mountain has preserved all of that. So that's one resource that I would say. The other that I think is, is a, a little bit underrated is our downtown area. You know, we've got a lot of little shops, a little interesting places, things that are like, you just wouldn't find any place else in town. There's a small collection of restaurants and some that are like favorites for locals that go there on the regular and some that have been around for even before I got to town. The downtown area is something that's growing. So that's the other part of Cascran that I would probably have them check out. Not to mention we've got like some unique features like the neon sign park. It sounds when you tell people what it is, they think, what the heck could that, how could that possibly be of interest, right? But then they come and they see it, especially at night, obviously you've got to see it at night. It doesn't do any good to see it in the daytime, but, um, and then they like, then they get it. It like clicks with them, you know? And so and downtown also has got like a lot of local art. There's a lot of subtle features down there that like Main Street Casa Grande, which is a nonprofit organization here in town has done a good job kind of starting to highlight those features and bringing those to light so that when people come down, they kind of know what to look for. I agree. I think that everyone should check out downtown because I think there is a little something for everyone, whether it's art or shopping or dining. It's fun. When you moved here in 2008, it was a bit smaller. A little bit. A little, well, yeah. bigger but smaller. Like, it was kind of a weird deal. The Fry Shopping Center didn't exist up on McCartney. The Promenade hadn't been finished out yet, but it was on the, the decks, right? And obviously, there wasn't nearly the homes or population that we have now. So what would you say is your favorite part of the growth since then? See, this is a catchy one for me. Because part of the appeal and part of why I, I, when I first was looking at buying a bicycle shop, I was, I had kind of a set of parameters that I, I was looking for. And I really wanted that small town feeling. I wanted to be a part of the community, not just like just uh, some faceless cog or something that like, I wanted to actually be able to like contribute and be a part of something that kind of helped to shape and define like areas that I was passionate about, right? Cascan definitely afforded that now with all the growth and all stuff i love the diversity of people that are coming in from the different areas and the different walks of life coming from southern california there was all this different stuff and different forms of diversity and so like to see that come into here and then to see the businesses that are coming from that it's a catch-22 for me I, I like seeing the diversity i like seeing new things come to town 
Um, definitely like it when like we get a new restaurant or something like that. But like, I'm not, I don't like necessarily having more people. From what I've seen so far, like a lot of people that have been coming in, um, especially that come into the shop, they bring a, a, a good quality to, to the community and, and add the diversity that it's like a positive diversity. They're looking to escape something that was negative where they're from. And they're bringing in a lot of that positivity here. Not all, not all, all cases. I'm not saying everyone's doing that, but definitely the majority of them are, are definitely positively focused. And I love that. I love the way, even, even as much as we've grown, I would describe it as we've still got somewhat of a small town feel. For sure. Somehow uh, we've retained that. And I think that it's just, it's going to take effort and it is going to take communication and the willingness to go out and explore our community and find our little hidden gems. For sure. Yeah. And they're all over the place. I mean, not everything's going to appeal to all people, right? So like you might go to one place and you're like, this is like, everyone said, I got to go check this out. And this is not my cup of tea. That's okay. There's hundreds of other things that you can find and pick out. Then you just got to find your niche and find where you fit in. Agreed. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that the public should know about round trip or you in particular? <laughs> I don't know what they need to know about me in particular, but <laughs> we, we're, we're a family shop. We're here to help you out. Um, you know, I'm really passionate about the fact that I, I'm not just here to sell bikes and to fix them, right? Like, I really believe like that cycling has the ability to open up the world in a way that that people don't normally think about. And um, if you ever want to get to know a community, just ride a bike around it and you'll start to get to know it real fast. You'll, you'll know the good parts of town. You'll know the bad parts of town. You'll know the traffic. You know how the drivers are. I mean, and you'll see little subtle things uh, in the community that you just don't see while you're driving. Uh, you'll notice little shops and little features and pieces of art here and there that are spread in, in, uh, throughout the community. You just don't see it when you're blazing by in a car. Because of that, you know, my job, I, and I'm really, I say it again, I'm passionate about the idea. My job is to keep people on their bikes and to keep riding in whatever capacity that is. You know, if they're just riding around the neighborhood and that's all they want to do, I'm their guy. Um, if they want to go ride the Arizona Trail and ride 800 and something miles and get outfitted for bikepacking, I can help them out with that. If they want to do a cycling-based business, I can help them with that. Whatever it is that they want to do with bikes, I'm here to help out. And so um, it doesn't do me good just to get a quick sale. I, I want to make their goals, you know, uh, happen and, and facilitate that in any way that I can. You're doing an amazing job with it. I know that you've outfitted my whole family with bikes. They're great. And I can't wait for it to cool off a little because I will not get on mine in the summertime. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be a so, little diehard for that. So, but uh, yeah, that's I, I'm not so much there anymore. And I will tell you, I am able to ride from my house clear downtown, and there's bike paths most of the way. And that's going to get better. You know, we're working closely with the uh, community services and consulting with them as far as what the cycling community is asking for. Uh, we've got a new community services director who is really, he's a cyclist himself. So, and he's really actively engaged in the process of making riding better on Casa Grande. So I don't know if anybody's had a chance to look at any of the master plan stuff for some of the new things coming forward, but if they're able to execute even a portion of those, it'll make not just uh, cycling, but walking, getting around. If you're on skates or skateboards, scooters, whatever, all of that will be a much improved 
here in the community as time goes on. Oh, nice. They can find the master plan on the, the city's website as well, correct? Um, yeah, so the city's putting stuff out. And so if you go to community services in particular, um, they've got a, a few different things, um, but it's it's all located there. Uh, again, if somebody wants to get into it, wants to know information, I can find that out for them and, and steer them the right way. And so anybody can text us on our shop phone number. And that goes directly to me and I'll respond and I'll, I'll text links back to whoever and, and whatever needs to be done to get them the information they want. Great. Well, we'll make sure to share your information in the descriptions. If anyone has any questions, wants to get involved, just wants to stop by and see what you got in the shop, we'll make sure they have all that information. Absolutely. Matt, I appreciate you. Your business is awesome. Your work in the community is very much appreciated as well. Oh, well, thank we you appreciate for you, Kim. You do an awesome job with the guide and you've been a part of the community too. So I'm going to, you won't do it, but I'm going to toot your horn a little bit. You've, you've always <laughs> been right in the mix of it. So right in the thick of it. And I appreciate that about you. Well, thank you. Keep us posted on anything else that, that you've got going on and we'll get the word out there for you. And I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. As we wrap up another episode of Casa Grande Chronicles, I'd like to extend my thanks to all of you who joined us. Your curiosity and passion for our city's past, present, and future inspire us to keep doing what we do. Remember, the stories we've shared are just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more to uncover, and I encourage you to keep exploring, engaging, and supporting the wonderful community that makes Casa Grande shine. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to Casa Grande Chronicles on your favorite podcast platform so you won't miss out on our future adventures. And please share the podcast with friends, family, and anyone who might find joy in our city's stories and information. We also want to hear from you. If you have suggestions, questions, or stories you'd like us to cover, don't hesitate to reach out. You can connect with us through Casa Grande Guide's social media or visit our website at casagranguide.com. Before we go, I'd like to give a special shout out to the local businesses that bring life and character to our community. With their support, we're able to deliver information through this podcast, our website, and CG Guide, our print and flipbook publication. Remember to cherish the past, celebrate the present, and embrace the future. I'll be back soon with more stories and adventures in our beloved Casa Grande, Arizona.